Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, founder and CEO of Legalpreneur Inc. As a serial entrepreneur and someone that works exclusively with small business owners legally protecting their business, I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues faced by business owners, providing you with the business knowledge you need to catapult your business's growth and showing you just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled these legal and business issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information in the show. Hey there, welcome back. I am joined by a special guest, Rebecca Louise, who is one of the most amazing fitness entrepreneurs online. And not only that, I met her in Chris Harder's mastermind, and she has become a wonderful friend, a great business go-to to just chat about business and get to real life, talk about real life stuff, business stuff. Like we can chat about it all day long. And I'm so pumped to have her on the podcast. So thank you so much for joining me, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Yes, yes, yes. So, and you guys, Rebecca has built one of the fastest and largest like organic audiences online when it comes to the fitness space. So Rebecca, tell everybody how you got started. I love your background and how you got started and where you are today. So tell the audience, like give them the whole rundown. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Well, originally I'm from England, if you haven't already worked that out by my accent. And I came to America at 22 years old. I've been living in London for a couple of years. I was in a reality TV show when I was 18 years old, moved to London. I started to work in a bank actually, because that's the fastest way to get to London and get some money. So I was actually working at Citigroup Investment Bank. I'm doing something called corporate actions, which I don't even know how to describe, (laughs) but it was a really great way just to get to London. I must have worked there for about eight months. I was a terrible employee because uh, I just was not very good at being told what to do. They weren't giving me enough work and I was basically bored. But I started getting involved in the nightclub industry. So I actually turned out to be a club promoter. I was doing backing dancing. I was going for castings. Um, I'm a trained dancer. So I was just trying to like make something of my life. And uh, one time uh, where I was out in London and a, a kind of a crazy story happened. I was leaving a nightclub and some paparazzi were outside and I was with this D-list celebrity. They got papped and, uh, and I'm in the picture as well. And it says like, leaves with mysterious blonde. And I'm like, I'm the mysterious blonde, but I wasn't actually with them at the time. It's actually my friend that was dating them. Anyway, I had this after party at my house and had a couple of people there and the paparazzi were following me. And, and I ended up taking a photograph of this couple in my bed. The next day I showed her and she was just like, oh my goodness, it's so cute. And a few weeks later, I was actually in Marbella on a girl's trip and I get a text message from her saying, I can't believe you've sent this photo to the Daily Mail. And I was like, what? Like, no, I haven't. And when it comes <laughs> out, it's not going to be my photo. Well, guess what? It comes out and it's my photo. I'm like, somebody had stolen the photo while I was asleep, had gone in, because back then you didn't, you didn't really have light locks on your phone. Yeah. Someone had stolen the photo and sent it to the national newspaper. It was like something they shouldn't have been doing, basically. That's why it was kind of a big headline story. I was like, this is crazy. And I got blamed for it. And I actually went to lawyers to clear my name. I had to go and get a lawyer because I had lost, you didn't know this, did you? I, I was saying no, this for your podcast. And <laughs> the crazy thing was, is I had lost all of my jobs because people were like, we don't trust you, Rebecca. Oh my gosh. 
And I was like, so my club promoting stuff, I was a backing dancer. I was a cage rage dancer. Like I had all of these like freelance jobs. And so I ended up going to a lawyer and hiring a lawyer for copyright issue because whoever had sold it to the paper was not allowed to do it because they didn't own it because it was from my phone and I took the photo. So I started to learn like a lot more about this. They even gave me a a dictaphone to try and record some other people saying stuff about that it wasn't mine. And so basically we went to the paper and the the final thing was because they kept saying no, they kept kind kind of putting us off. And I was like, I'm losing all of my jobs. Like this is not, you know, I I can't even survive right now. And in the end, they, the paper said, well, if you hand in your phone and we will do the testing of it, right? Cause they can test, I guess, like whose phone took the original photo. So I said, yep, absolutely no problem. Here's my phone. And the other person wouldn't give their phone in. And so then we knew. So then I got this statement letter to say that we can confirm that it was Rebecca. It was not Rebecca who took the photo and said she was her that took the photo, but she did not send it in because it was a male who sent in the, in the photo. And so then I got this document. I was, I remember I went back into, into work. I was a cage rage dancer and I posted it all up on the mirrors just to be like, (laughs) fuck you. Like, no, it wasn't me. And then I, I had the money, right? Because I, I actually earned money from it as well. Mm-hmm. All my lawyer fees were also paid. And a couple of weeks later, I was watching the news in my apartment in London. Do you remember we had that volcano ash cloud about 10 years ago and it grounded yeah. all of the airplanes? Yeah. Plane landed. I turned around. I'm, I'm walking behind my sofa. I look at the news, a plane lands and I go, fuck it. I'm going to be a pilot. And then I took the money that I had from suing the newspaper for copyright issues and I came to California uh, at a Long Beach airport and got my commercial pilot's license, went back to the UK, did all of my written exams and then managed to get myself a visa. So I've worked a lot with uh, immigration lawyers as well, got myself a visa to come back to America and and to work there. And so basically I, I started going for auditions in America. I got a job to be on a YouTube channel. I got paid $40 per episode. It was a fitness channel. I've grown up playing sports my whole life. I love like TV hosting, TV presenting. And I realized that my one talent in life is talking and working out at the same time. I was like, (laughs) I am really good at that. Um, I used to be in girl band. So I used to have a lot of singing lessons. I could never sing, but I think what I was actually being trained for was to work out and to be able to talk at the same time. Yeah. And I was on this YouTube channel and we, we blew it up. It grew really, really fast over the 18 months that we did it. And then they stopped filming. They were like, no, we're just not into this anymore. Took a year to kind of figure it out of what I wanted to do. And people kept asking for more workouts. And I was like, how am I going to just start again? I'm going to start again building a new channel when I've just built something to like 3 million subscribers. But I was like, no, I'm going to do it. And I've had my own channel now for six, seven years. You know, 700,000 subscribers, built an Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, you know, all the things. Came out with an app uh, a couple of years ago, which has just been an incredible journey and testing all the patients, working with app developers. I had a book that came out that was an Amazon bestseller last year. And um, it's just been amazing. But yeah, it's been a crazy wild and that's how I got to America was first of all, getting papped in a newspaper in England and, uh, and suing them for copyright issues. That is incredible. And this <laughs> is why I love you because like you are full of stories that I love to hear and like your drive, like you were like, 
I'm just going to go to America. I'm just going to figure this shit out. I'm going to go to London. I'm going to go to America. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you just figure the shit out. Like, and that is my type of person. It's like, we don't have all the answers. We don't know what the fuck we're doing half the time, but we figure shit out and we get it done. So I commend you on that because I know that could not have been easy. I know you moved to London when you were 19, you said? 18, 19? Yeah, I was like 18, 19 when I moved. Yeah, it's about an hour and like, a half away from my hometown. Oh my God. That is insane. Like you just go to the big city and just figure out how to make it. That's <laughs> that's incredible. So tell me, okay, so digging into that journey, I which I, I know we could sit here and talk about it all day long, but tell me in there, how often did you have this moment of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, am I going to, am I even going to make it? Like, did you have those moments? I mean, I think I've always been so blindsided by it. I just love the journey of figuring it out. I don't think like, will it ever happen? I'm like, when is it going to happen? Yeah. Like, it's not like I don't want this because I'm, I know in myself, I'm never going to quit. You know, somebody asked me the other day, how do you stay so motivated to keep on making workout videos and keep your app out? And I'm like, because I haven't got the app to where I want it to be. It's not where it needs to, like, I know what it can be, but I've just had a bunch of shitty app developers for the last three years. But I'm like, I'm not giving up on this dream because I haven't had the right people around me. I know what it can be. I know like when I ex, when I, I know I can execute. It's just about having the right people. So for me, it's never about like, will this happen? It's just like, when is it going to happen? Yeah, I love that. And I, that's why I feel like that's why I love hanging out with you because we have such this similar mindset because this week has been insane. I mean, so stressful. Like one issue, I had to fire somebody this week, like one issue after the next. And it's, and at the end of the day, every single day, I was like, I'm still like so grateful that I, I get to do this. Like we get to have these problems. We get to do this. And you're currently gallivanting all across the world, all across the U S and like, we get to do that while making money. Like I went to Mexico. I just went on Mexico last week on, on a whim. I was just like, yeah, I feel like going to Mexico. I'm going to go for a few days. And like, we get to do that while doing what we love, like still working, still making money. So that's incredible. I love your drive. I love, love, love your passion. So on top of the copyright issue, let's talk about some of these app development issues. And we we don't have to go into too much detail, but I just want people to hear everybody goes through issues, no matter if it's while you're building an app or while you're even trying to get your business off the ground. Like I want people to hear this is what I've had to go through in order to get to these 13,000 organic subscribers. Is it still 13,000? Yeah. When we're just about to start ads as well. So I'm really excited about that. Like I've just got my contract through this morning about like the ads and what we're going to do. So I'm really fired up about that. But yeah, it's a, it's such a journey. There's always going to be fires that you get to put out. Like every single day, having a business, it's just part of it. You know, I remember uh, using lawyers for, I had an agreement about, it was like a food company that I was working with and they wanted this contract and it was to do X amount of posts. This was the money. It was over this period of time. And halfway through, they decided that they just didn't want to do it anymore. Well, unfortunately, that's not the way it works. Like I'd already committed. I'd already done the post. I'd already, you know, taken the time to do it. I wouldn't have signed the contract for just half of it. It just wasn't going to be worth my time. So I had to go to lawyers and they fought for me and we won. And so I think that sometimes 
you think that you don't have any leverage because you're up against this big brand and, and you're, you know, you're an influencer, you're something a little bit smaller, but absolutely not. Like if you find the right lawyers that are going to have your back, um, and making sure that you are like the contract before you even sign it, it needs to be bulletproof. You know, I, I recently signed something else to have a partnership. And it was going to be equity. It was going to be all these other things. Well, I made sure that I had a lawyer look over that so that I had an out whenever I needed it. Like there was no like, I'm going to have to give out equity if this doesn't happen. And I've just made sure that I was really protected. Like you don't want to just give out something without having a lawyer look over it. Like you're just giving away your, your life's work, right? And you're also devaluing yourself. You know, the contract that I signed for this food company, you know, I wasn't just going to sit there and say like, oh, okay, well, you know, I guess they just don't want to keep using me. It's like, no, this is integrity. You said that this is going to do this. We're going to follow through. If not, there's going to be consequences and not being scared about putting up those consequences. And then even just last year with my app, we had some issues with trademark. And I know that you guys talk a lot about trademark and I've had some <laughs> incredible phone calls with, with your team who are just like amazing. I was like, wow, these guys are like so prompt and on top of it and really know what they're talking about. And so, yeah, we had, you know, my app was called burn and uh, there's, you know, Burn is just a word that you can use, right? It's not, you can't trademark something like that. But there were some other companies that had burn in their title as well that kind of said to me, Hey, you need to change your name. At the time, I think I just got scared and I found a, I found a trademark lawyer, but I didn't really have a relationship with them. They were like somebody who was like in New York. I think that they were probably like working with higher people. I could never like get on a Zoom with them or have like much conversation. And if it's your company too, you really need to be speaking to that person. I put somebody else in charge of it who wasn't qualified. And that's completely my, my error. I put somebody in charge, you know, no excuses, but I was busy. I was running other things and I gave one of my team members that role. Do not do that. That has to be from you so that you understand what's going on. And, and that's my mistake. And that's a big lesson that, that I learned. And so we ended up changing the name to an acronym, BTES. That's what the app is called right now. Now it's like, okay, well, that doesn't feel right either. Like burn didn't feel right. BTS didn't feel right. And now once we get that app going, I've got this new incredible team that I'm so excited about. Yeah. Um, we're going to then start to look at the trademark stuff again and see like, okay, what can we use? What can't we? Do we, is it worth us fighting for it and having to pay a bit of a fine if we do get somebody coming towards us? Right. I didn't see all the options. Right. And I also probably turned a bit of a blind eye to it and put somebody else in charge of it. So there would be my two tips is like, one, if you're going to sign anything, you have to have a lawyer look over it. doesn't matter what it costs. It's going to save you a lot of money in the future. And two, it needs to be you who's actually doing this or somebody who's really qualified more so than you, but don't just hand it down to one of your team members and think that they can, they can do this because they're working with a lawyer and they're going to pass you back the information because if they're not qualified, they're not qualified. And it's better for you to really understand the process as well, rather than just handing it up to somebody else. Yeah. And that's something that I've been talking about a lot lately is not just whether it's you or a team member that's working with the attorney. It's not even just hearing from the attorney, Hey, you need to do this. It's why do you need to do that? Because if you don't understand, and I, I know that was part of the issue, like you didn't even understand what was going on. Your team member didn't understand what was going on and you didn't understand why you had to make this decision. And I don't think they formed the options to you in the best light possible. And unfortunately 
for a lot of business owners in our position, like we're online business owners, you know, solo entrepreneurs are super small businesses. A lot of the bigger attorneys don't take us seriously and they don't understand, Hey, we have a huge brand and we have the resources to fight this and we're not going to go down without a fight. And that's what I've seen a lot of issues with the older attorneys and bigger firms. They don't take us seriously. And that's exactly why I left the big firm. Cause I'm like, they're real people too. They have real businesses and they need somebody that's going to fight for them in the same way that these fortune 500 companies have somebody fighting for them. Yeah. A hundred, hundred percent. I think that I just got lost in it. Like I got lost in the, in the process of somebody else who's bigger doing stuff and rather than, you know, him actually looking out for me, like I was so misinformed. He was like, basically like, just choose like a bunch of letters. I was like, really? Like, this is my option? Like, surely not. And so, yeah, it, it's definitely, it's, you guys just do such a great job and you really care about your clients as well, which makes such a difference. Oh, thank you. So on top of the legal stuff that we talk about here, I also like to implement the business side of things because it's all business owners listening. So I know we talked about the brand partnership that you had, that contract that they tried not to pay. So I know in the audience, we have a lot of influencers and people in the fitness industry. If you were talking to them and they're just getting started or they're really trying to grow their brand, what are like one or two tips that you can give them? when trying to either get started or really scale and get to that next level? Yeah, I think on the business side, like I I do like the admin side too. So you do need to find yourself a really good tax person that is not going to charge you a crazy amount to do reductions or any of that. Like you, you just don't need that. Like a good tax person, like I refer my tax person to everybody, right? Cause he doesn't overcharge me. He just does his job. And then a good bookkeeper as well. Right. And a bookkeeper that is going to be fair and that gives you a, a, a balance sheet every single month so that you can really track what you're doing. And that's so important. I think I, I started doing that like right at the beginning. Even if you don't feel like, Oh, I'm not making like enough, like whenever is enough money to like actually start to look at your finances. Cause then you can see how you've grown. You know, I think it was 2013. I made $27,000 in my full year. And last year was a million and 15,000. Right? Yeah. So that's eight years. And every single year, I, I know, I know my numbers in my head. It was 27,000 and it was 64, 124. Then it went to, I did two, 250 and 250 again. Then it went to 500. Then it went to 750 and then it went to, to a million, right? And I, I think this year it's going to be about a million and one. And so you want to be able to, to really strategically track that so that you know where you're at and having the balance sheet and seeing really what your, what your bottom line is and how much money you're actually spending and going out. So, and you want to set up an, uh, you want to set up an S corp LLC, whatever's going to be right for your business. I, I have an S corp and that's what works for me, but finding a really good financial team around you, right? And are you putting money in also uh, to your retirement or in stocks or in all of these different things? I work with creative planning. I think you have to have a minimum of like 50,000 to put in. I, I read it in one of Tony Robbins's books that that's who he endorses. I'm like, great. I trust Tony Robbins. I like creative planning and they've been phenomenal, right? And you can log in and you can see all your stuff and you can have like monthly reviews with them. I think the biggest thing is just being aware of mm-hmm. that because so yeah. often if you're an influencer, like I love all the creative stuff. Like I really do, right? We get sidetracked with creating the content with, you know, looking pretty online and doing all of that stuff. But if you're a real business person, you mm-hmm. need to track and manage your stuff and you need to know what's working, right? So that when you are going out there and using your face, 
the income producing activities are actually increasing your income, right? You want to know like, okay, what am I actually doing that's increasing my income? Are these lives actually generating leads so that I can get more people in? Or does a live on this platform work better? And if that's how you really want to scale and grow, you have to get into the nitty gritty of it. For me, I know that YouTube is where most of my, my, my app subscribers come from, right? So I've never missed a new YouTube video coming out in seven years. That's incredible. Never miss a new YouTube video, right? Consistency is key, right? So it's just about showing up if you've made the commitment. I'm all about looking after your body, giving yourself rest. But you've got to know, like, if you've got a day that's 12 hours and you made two commitments, like one's an hour workout, one's a 30-minute podcast, and you've got to do a follow-up with a client, that's two hours. You can rest for the rest of the 10 hours, right? And I think sometimes we just go, no, we're just not going to do that because I don't feel great great. You can still rest for the rest of the day, right? You're going to be okay. You're not going to just die. Like we just did a five day challenge and two of the days had to be live from this Airbnb that I was in in North Carolina. I had no idea what the Airbnb looked like. I didn't know how it was going to work, but I took my tripod. I took all of the stuff and I was like, we're going to make it work. And on one of the days, I think it was the 23rd, we did a baking live and I have my sister-in-law there and she's really good at baking. She's great in the kitchen, right? I don't know what I'm doing. So I needed her and the internet wasn't working properly. The workout, it worked fine, but for some reason, the internet, and it was scratchy. It was going in and out. And I was like, no problem. Guess what day we redid the baking live? Christmas day. Oh Christmas day. I said, yes, I need you back over. Um, we're going to do baking part two. It's just, it's 15, it was 15 minutes yeah. and we got it back up. That was the only other day that we could do it because the 24th, I did a workout and a motivation live. So there were our two lives for that day. And I said, no problem. We had people join us and we made it happen on Christmas day. Is that really that bad? Did I miss out on anything? No. Did I not get to go and do all the fun things? No. So I think so many times we make excuses. Oh, it's my birthday today. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, it's Easter. Oh, it's Christmas Day. Like, just show up. It's not the whole day that you're missing. It was 15 minutes that we redid that live. And it was brilliant. And it was funnier the second time. And now it's up and it's done. That's so big. And I'm here to admit too, going through my divorce, there was probably six weeks where I could barely show up to do anything. And I recorded the podcast. I think I've missed like one or two weeks of the podcast. And that was moving and just, I mean, you know, going through a divorce. Cause I, I would always tell myself, no, I can't skip another podcast. Like I have to show up. Like I have this commitment. I don't want people to think I'm not committed to the podcast. I love, love, love your passion and your perseverance, like your commitment, like you are committed to everything that you do and committed to your brand. Like, so these challenges you have these every month, right? Yeah. So just to keep it exciting and interesting, because, you know, we always have a brand new challenge at the beginning of the year, right? Everyone's always like signed up. But what about February, March, April, May, all of the different months? Plus, when you get inside of my app, there's a new workout every single day of the month and it switches over when we have a new month. So every single month we have a brand new challenge. There's a free way to do it and there's a paid way. So the free way you just get the guide has the 10 minute versions of the workouts on YouTube, or you can get the VIP version, which is on the app. So it's really fun. We have different themes, different body parts, uh, different like music, like every single month to keep it exciting. I love that. (laughs) So you guys, this challenge, Rebecca has she does it every single month. Get yourself going on 
a new routine, make that commitment. That's all you have to do is make that commitment, show up every single day. And I know these, I know Rebecca, you're not making these workouts five hours every single day that they have to commit. 28 minute workout with a warm yes. up and cool down. It ticks off once you've done the workout inside the app, it ticks it off. So you're like, there's such a, like a therapeutic thing about like, yes, I got my tick mark today. Uh, yes. You can share your workout, it tracks your longest streak. And you can also earn points for doing activity. And then you can use those points to spend in our store, like our resistance bands, ankle weights, yoga mats, all the fun stuff. So you basically get rewarded for working out. I love that. Okay, you guys, you know what? Next, So the next month, I'm going to do this challenge. And I want you guys that are listening to do this as well. Like I want as many people as possible joining it. There's a free version. There's a paid version. No excuses. Just do it. We're going to do this all together. So we'll throw it all up on our stories. Rebecca, we will always tag you. And I'm, I'm excited for this. You guys, I hope you guys tag me because I want to make sure we're making this commitment together. We're going to stay accountable to each other. I didn't even plan on doing this. I was like, this is, this would be so much fun to do with the community. So we're going to have a legalpreneur fitness challenge. (laughs) We'll see how many people we can have make it through the entire challenge. So Rebecca, uh, one question that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast is what is one, just like one quick business tip, not even like a legal tip, just one quick fire business tip. Don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. Ooh. That is something that my mentor taught me. And so often when he was guiding me and teaching me what to do, and I was like, maybe having a little bit of like, no, I don't know. What about that? What about this? And he would say, Rebecca, if I think like you, I'll have what you have. Or you can think Mm. like me and you can have what I have. And I was broke at the time and he was making a (laughs) shit ton of money. So I'm like, all right, you got me. Right. And so I think so often when we want to start a new business, when we're trying to be an entrepreneur and we go and tell our family and our friends and we're like, Oh my goodness, I'm so excited about this. And then they go, Oh, I don't know. Like, do you really think you should do that? Mm-hmm. And so don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. Cause I'm telling you, someone who's more successful than you will not judge you will be like your biggest cheerleader and they'll tell you to go for it. Absolutely. So tell the audience, where can they find you? Shout out all the links and we'll put it on the show notes as well. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys can find me um, everywhere. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Twitter, Pinterest, Rebecca Louise Fitness. Just search that and you'll find me everywhere. You can also head over to my website, Rebecca-Louise.com and you can join our free monthly challenges. Just click on challenges and it'll be right there. And you can also check out our podcast as well. It takes grit. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Thank you so, so much, Rebecca. This was amazing. I am so excited that my audience finally gets to hear your full story as well. And you guys go shout us out, tag her on Instagram. Let us know what you liked most about this episode and I'll see you next week. Here at Legalpreneur, we're committed to providing a supportive legal community for all business owners. I know how scary the legal stuff can be. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner. And quite frankly, it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. Have any questions or comments about the show? feel free to drop me a line on Instagram. I promise I read all of the messages and comments. 
And if you want to be a guest on the show or know someone that would make a great guest, simply fill out our application form and a team member will reach out if we think it's a good fit. I'll see you in the next episode.